Hi, welcome back to Young and Getting Wiser. I'm your host, Caitlin, and thank you so much for joining me on this episode today. We have a very special guest that I'm about to introduce you to, so everyone please welcome my best friend, Anna Brunell. Hey guys, my name's Anna. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of your podcast. Of course, thanks for joining. So for some background, Anna and I have been friends since fourth grade, and so what is that, like 10 plus years? Yeah, so I would say best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Through our 10-ish years of friendship, we've been through it. We've seen it through middle school, high school, college, and beyond. Before we get into the topic of this episode, Anna, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. How are you today? (laughs) I'm great. We went on a little walk today. It was like a beautiful neighborhood next to mine. Mm -hmm. Saw some pretty leaves. Leaves are in peak. So pretty. So small season. Also took a quick trip to Walmart, Wally World. Got Mm -hmm. a little Halloween costume, which will be a big reveal soon. On Caitlin's Instagram. (laughs) Maybe not. But yeah, so we've had a fun day so far. We're like, wait, why don't we do an episode? So here we are today. So we were thinking about what topics to cover for today's episode and relationships is something that her and I both know a lot about. We're both in long-term relationships right now. Mm -hmm. And obviously as best friends, we talk a lot about it. So we wanted (laughs) to bring that conversation to the podcast. And with that, we're talking all about the biggest red flags when it comes to someone you're dating or trying to get in a relationship with. So we have a pretty lengthy list that we're going to talk about for you covering that. We also have two yellow flags. And then we'll go into social media and its effects on relationships, toxic relationships, handling conflict, knowing when it's the wrong one or the right one, and just all that juicy stuff. We just want you guys to feel like you're talking to your best friends and for you to really soak in all the information and... We're just having a talk. We're talking all things relationships. And we're just... (laughs) We're vibing. Yeah, we're chilling. Vibing and thriving. So, Anna, you ready to get into it? I'm so ready. Let's do this. Let's do it. Okay, so starting off, we're going to be bringing up red flags because I think these are really important to note when you're meeting someone. Super important. <laughs> like, if you hear or see or experience any of these things, run. Yeah, seriously, run for your life. <laughs> Literally, but... I feel like this can apply if you're dating someone, if you're becoming friends with someone, or if you're entering a deep relationship with someone who has this. Yeah, talking stage, exploring stage, Mm -hmm. etc. These are all just important. So we're going to read off a list that we found on Reddit, and we wrote down the ones that we agree with. So let's just read it. Starting at number one, it's a red flag if their exes are crazy or they refer to them all as crazy. Yes, that is gross because that's how you know there's a reason why, first of all, their exes might be quote-unquote crazy. Mm -hmm. They probably made them that way. Yeah. Or they themselves are crazy. Yeah, exactly. If like you're you're dating someone and all they talk about is how shitty the person in their past was, I feel like there's a level of respect that you can leave your relationships with and you don't need to talk. absolute trash on every single person and like if they do that they're definitely doing that in other parts of their life too which is so red flag they're untrustworthy and Mm -hmm. clearly developed no respect for whoever they were dating which is 
loser vibes. Yeah, major loser vibes. But at the same time, like you don't want someone who's like, lo- like raving about their ex. Like no one yeah, wants that either. Yeah, that's true. That's just that's just ego. Like that's you're clearly still stuck on that person. Yeah, like, there's a fine. Yeah. A lot of these, there's a lot of fine line red flags yeah but you know what it's up to you to figure that out exactly either be the red flag or be the green flag (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted that one was funny but honestly true his favorite restaurant is texas red house (laughs) (laughs) i've honestly never been but like i could see they have a saddle you sit on if it's your birthday and and if that's your favorite restaurant and you're really looking forward to sitting on that saddle. Um, that maybe go sucks. home. Oh, <laughs> the garlic toast. Maybe he's into that. You know? Oh my gosh. Okay, the next one is he owns a reptile. Mm. Snakes. Bearded <laughs> he dragon. He owns a snake. He is a snake. Exactly. Okay. I feel like reptiles were a thing of like middle school mm-hmm. or high school. You can yeah. have a reptile. It's kind of cool. It's kind of edgy. Yeah. But as soon as you're an adult... Owning a reptile. What are you doing? <laughs> Literally, what are you doing? Number, I don't even know a number. And you know, like reptiles, they have to eat like live, live yeah, things. Mice. Like you're really gonna mice have that That's in gross. your place. You don't want, no, no, don't, no, no, not our cup of tea. Next up, likes golf. <laughs> this one, I have a lot of friends that like golf, and you know, if you're one of them, it's okay. From the bottom of my heart, it's okay. It's not a bright red flag. <laughs> I would say it's like a kind of like a soft pastel red flag. Okay. Just because there is a lot of stigma with people who like golf, men who like golf specifically. Just because I think it, if you if you like golf, you know why there's stigma around it. The bright colors that they wear out there. <laughs> um, the pastel. Yeah. Wait, I saw this thing where it was like men love golf because. They want an excuse to go on a long walk with their friends in nature <laughs> and like drink together. And they won't just like do it over dinner or something. They want to like walk. That is so And talk hilarious. about it. <laughs> because they want to gossip. They want to goss. And that's it. Yeah. But I think golf is a light red. I feel like there's good men out there who <laughs> like golf. But there's also the shitty ones. And I feel like that goes for like lacrosse and baseball you know like all like those types stuff. of sports yeah, yeah there's always the athlete that's like a whole nother bucket mm-hmm. next up political science major Ooh, that <laughs> one's tough that's a toughie so i'm not gonna lie don't know too much about political science it's basically these are the guys that are arguing with every single thing that you're saying oh my god like they're bringing okay. up a new point of view or not even a new point of view they're bringing up their point of view for every single argument that you try to make uh-huh. there's like a rebuttal okay <laughs> so they think that they're like lawyers yeah these are the men in in the white house those are oh, poli okay. yes. that's like hard red. just keep it light keep it friendly don't bring fun. up political like, science fun, yeah. also i mean respect to people who go through that like what do you talk about how are you political yeah we're never gonna yeah. get into that next bad music oh taste. my gosh so such a good one Bad music taste, you're not gonna vibe, cards are gonna be hell. Mm. You like what are you exchanging back and forth? If you're not showing me a good song. Yeah, send me a song, make a playlist, Mm -hmm. everything like that. Exactly. If a guy has bad music taste and all he's listening to, what? Like either straight trap 
<laughs> there's, there's no taste. <laughs> or I'm trying to think, what's another genre? Straight country. Country is like, weird. That's a whole other thing. I don't know. Just have the variety because then that means you have variety in your life. Yeah. And that you're open to exploring things. Exactly. You're open-minded. Like, if you have one specific genre of music and you don't have, like, multiple, you clearly, like, have a small brain. <laughs> you're going somewhere else. Per. Period. <laughs> okay. And the next one is never catching the punchline of a joke. <laughs> That's the word. You don't want a non-funny person. Like, if you can't catch the joke and, like, laugh, at the same time, or appreciate a good joke. Like, how, how are you going to grow old with someone if you can't laugh with them? Yeah. That's like number one for me. I agree. It's yeah. humor. Humor. If you guys can't hear humor, <laughs> and if he or she doesn't catch the joke ever, that's such a red so flag. So fucking lame. Like, Okay, next up we have a bad tipper. This one I feel like kind of speaks for itself because if you're not willing to be generous or kind or just thoughtful for people that are going out of their way to help you like how is this person gonna do that for you mm -hmm. in the future like their family or anything like that exactly so yeah that one's very straight to the point next up we have <laughs> this one's funny owned a fedora <laughs> i feel like the fedora is just it's so 2009 and if you own a fedora maybe like only wear it at coachella or something or like a halloween costume <laughs> like what are you like Perry Halloween. the platypus? Yeah, it's giving like, Perry. It's giving uh, alcohol is now illegal in the United States, and you're at a speakeasy. <laughs> Prohibition era. Okay, and then our next one is comparing you to his mother constantly or any female family member. Mm, 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 mm. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Literally no. Like, if if a man is comparing you to his mother constantly that's some sigmund freud shit like don't let that happen you're gonna turn into his mother you're gonna mother him you're gonna baby him mm -hmm. and that just goes to show that this man's is not a full adult on his own yet like he really is too reliant on his mom still yeah still in the nest i would say i think that if he does this he really doesn't appreciate all the things you bring to the table mm -hmm. pretty much asking you to bring more and not only that but to basically identify yourself as someone who brought him up since he was a baby like that's not right and you shouldn't yeah. be held to that to that standard no totally You're a completely different person yeah exactly there's a lot of different routes with this one and I feel like all of the routes are just red flags. Yeah. Honestly. It all comes back to a red flag. Exactly. So the next one we have is girl best friends for guys. This one's definitely one of those hot takes. And I feel like there's a lot of debate around this one too. Yeah. I like agree. if you're with a guy and he's just overly obsessed with this girl best friend that he has. No. Run the Ew. run sprint the other direction. Bye. Not with your time. No. You are worth so much more than that. At, like at that point, you should just honestly set them up on a date. Like <laughs> set their table, get a little table. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it, like schedule it, pay for the meal. Because yeah. he's meal. not gonna let that go. Mm -mm. And yeah, I hope yeah. you know that. You know. It's it's like a thing of respect. And if you've already had a talk with this person and they're still crossing your line of what you find okay and not okay with that girl best friend yeah. that's no you gotta go like yeah. 
Yeah. I agree. Just point blank, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. And honestly, if you prefer to date someone who does not have a best friend that's a girl, (laughs) then I think that that's a perfectly valid reason to, you know, leave that talking situation or that relationship if that's Mm -hmm. not what you want. Yeah, it's all up to you. Yeah. All up to your discernment. No. (laughs) But no, it's a no. It's a no It's a no for me. (laughs) Our next red flag is if the guy is super insecure. Mm, That's tough. Yeah. Like, if he is super insecure, you are going to be too. You're going to end up in that same boat. And do you really want that, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, it's a hassle, I think, when either side is insecure to an extreme. Yeah. I think that turned toxic so fast. Because, like, then the other person's always keeping account of the other one. And, like, yeah. where'd you go? What'd you do? Mm-hmm. Who was with you? But in a very unhealthy way. Yeah. It could lead to, you know, doubting the relationship, doubting yourself. Yeah. And you never want to be or put yourself in the position to be in a relationship that makes you feel bad chronically, you know, on a daily basis. It's not good for you. Yeah. And honestly, like, it just means that person, if they're super insecure, has a lot of shit that they need to work out on their ends before they're in a relationship, period. And it's like, if you're insecure, that's okay, but just recognize it and then work on it before you, I guess, what's the word? Like, cast that onto someone else. Yeah, because you're going to bring them down with you. Yeah. And that's not how you form a good foundation. Mm Mm-hmm. This one I thought was funny. I feel like this is more in the ick category, but... When he shows up at your job unannounced and you barely know, (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's not a red flag. Like if someone does that, it's kind of a romantic gesture. If you barely know the person, if you barely know him, that's like like stalker. Yeah, (laughs) that's Joe vibes. Yeah, it's giving Joe. No, like that's weird because clearly they have you know that quick attachment Mm -hmm. and if they have that quick of an attachment to someone they barely know you know you could be replaced like that yeah it doesn't mean anything at that point yeah okay next up if he over or under compliments so like someone can over compliment you shower you in compliments that's called love bombing babe like don't do that or if they under compliment you, never calling you cute, I feel like that Loki has to do with being insecure. Yeah. It's like they don't want to f- inflate your ego. Yeah. But it's like it's not inflating someone's ego if you're in a relationship. If you're in a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It exactly. really shouldn't be looked at as that is that way. Yeah. In that way. Exactly. Okay. So those are red flags. We're moving on to our yellow flags. There's literally only two in this, but I feel like they weren't red enough for red starting off with knowing things about girls so this is kind of just like if they know the latest tiktok trend Mm -hmm. or if you hear like a girl sound like coming from their tiktok a lot if you hear um them knowing like makeup tips and tricks like this is for straight men too like it's yeah yeah, this is the case that we're talking about but kind of just like knowing okay wait if he has sisters, that's a whole yeah, other story. Yeah, that's true. If he has, if sisters, he has a lot of sisters, I feel like that that's the path. Take that into account. Like, you know. If this man doesn't have sisters and he knows <laughs> everything about like a winged eyeliner or what a beauty blender is yeah. or everything about a tampon Setting applicator. Spray. Yeah. I, I mean, it's good. It's good that he knows this stuff, but like, how does he know how do, Yeah, how do you know how that? How do you know all this? Um, what are you reading? Who taught you that? Who told you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the last one is 
being obsessed with history. <laughs> I, I just feel like, I don't know, why are you living in the past? Move on. Move on. <laughs> okay, so those were our list of red and two yellow flags. Yep. So if you know someone who has any of those, run. Run faster than you've ever ran before. Add it to your pros and cons list as a big, bolded con. Mm-hmm. And... and- if they have bad music taste specifically, add like 10, 10 yeah. more like That one might be tallies. a top contender. Yeah. But I hope that helped anyone who's single and exploring. Yeah. So we wanted to give something for the single folk and that's what we had to give. That's what we were giving. Now, for those of us who are in situations where you're dealing with another person intimately, we have some advice for you. So Anna, I want to hear your perspective and just like your overall thoughts on handling conflict in relationships, right? It's like something that everyone does when you're dating somebody. It's bound to come up, even if you're not an arguing couple. Yeah. There's conflicts, there's mm-hmm. little things. Yeah. There's disagreements, whatever. What do you think about kind of just handling that and knowing if it's a deeper thing or if it's just, oh, no, we just fight every now and then? Right. Because, you know, we all have those friends that are in these relationships where it's like, girl, go. Like, yeah. You guys aren't just fighting. Like, this mm-hmm. is the most toxic thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So for those of us who don't know if that's their case, like, how do you differentiate, I guess, compatibility and common interest? Yeah. So I would say definitely during your relationship, Um, you will find things that don't work for you and you will find things that do work for you. Yeah. Obviously, the things that do work, stick with. And with that being said, if you find it harder than, than usual to, you know, reach a middle ground, reach an understanding with them during times of conflict, then I would definitely say have a more serious conversation about that. Mm -hmm. And if things like still are not changing, if you still are not, you know, evolving as a couple, as people who are wanting to get into a relationship together, then I would take some time and reflect on that by yourself. Um, I always say that realizing things individually will really help when you guys come together um, ultimately. And in, in, in regards to compatibility versus just having common interests, I would say common interests would be connecting on a more surface level. Yeah. So, for example, uh, favorite sports in common. Oh, my God. You like soccer, too? Yeah. Me, too. We have so much in common. Yeah. In state. Yeah, exactly. Like, that is going to be fun for probably about a month, yeah. you know? That's not something you want to necessarily start a relationship based off of. Because, mm-hmm. like, this person could like soccer, and then meanwhile, down the road, you guys are arguing <laughs> about, like, your love languages. Yeah. Or, like, something that's not happening with your communication styles. Exactly. Or you can't give something that the other one mm-hmm. wants. Like, the deeper value-based exactly. sacrifices, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. And compatibility, um, it really just shows in the type of communication you guys have during this time. Are they able to stay calm and listen to you and still appreciate you in these times? Yeah, totally. And like when you're, I guess, truly compatible with someone, you're going to feel it. Like you're going to be like, oh, Mm -hmm. this goes smoothly. Yeah, we fight. Yeah, we have a disagreement. But I don't feel like like total shit after yeah. it and I'm not beaten down and I don't feel like I left with half of 
the person I was when I arrived yeah, to this talk. So you know what I mean? Like, Such a good point. I feel like knowing when it's the wrong one for you is a really hard thing to decipher, especially when you're dealing with more manipulative people. Yeah. And that never gets easier. That's always like, I think that comes from knowing yourself. And if you, your mental health has randomly been on a steep decline ever since you started talking Mm -hmm. to this person, if your body is treating you differently, I think for women specifically, the female body tells us more than we think it does when you're with the wrong Mm -hmm. person. Energetically, biologically, whatever. If you're engaging in sexual relations with this person and your body does not respond in a normal way and you're constantly getting you know, infections, like things like that. That's a literal sign from a cellular level. Yeah. Pain, deep grief, deep sadness. Yeah. Just everything like that. That's a cellular level saying that like you guys aren't it. Like it's not not meant to be. This is not a fit. Exactly. And I think that's crazy. I think that's so crazy too, because, and that just, you know, teaches us that we do need to trust ourselves Mm -hmm. more I think as women being so caring and nurturing and thoughtful like we are you know we're not perfect obviously but I'm just saying like we like to be a lot a lot more emotional I would say than men yeah so although it is great as a woman to love hard to give your all you need to take a step back and look at yourself individually Mm -hmm. like am I who I want to be with this person. Yeah. Are they adding, you know, to my life? I want to also add, if your entire circle, your friends, your family doesn't like this person, and I've said this before on one of my episodes, I feel like, I don't remember which one it was, but I did say this. If your entire family doesn't like this person and it's for a reason that supports the person that you want to become and it's not a reason that's political or religious or anything like that, it's like, actual value-based reasoning you should probably listen Mm -hmm. and you should probably take that into consideration before moving on and hurting everyone around you for a person that isn't meant for you yeah and and I think also with with knowing when someone is is right for you is you won't you won't feel like you have to filter everything you say you won't feel like you can't go somewhere right Mm -hmm. like not obviously negatively but you you don't feel like you have to you know not say things you want to say in fear of them reacting poorly, you know, yeah. yelling at you or making you feel like that's like crap. abuse. It's like mental abuse. It when that is. Happens. And what they're doing is, if they do that, is they're keeping you in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, they're keeping you. You know, they're keeping you down. Like, shh, like don't. Yeah. Like, you can't say that to me. Like, I know this got like really serious really quickly, but it's very important stuff to say, and yeah. I feel like a lot of people do need to hear this. Circling back, though, to dealing with conflict, if you're in a relationship or if you're just starting a relationship or whatever, just with another person who you have feelings for, I think there's fun ways to deal with it. And I think there's, obviously, there's the toxic ways, you know, like the fighting, the arguing, the using things against, the manipulation. Keeping score. Mm -hmm. What's been, like, your favorite healthy way to deal with conflict? I'm so glad you asked because (laughs) I was literally thinking of it. So what I've learned really helps me personally and my relationship is keeping a sense of humor. Yeah. Like we could be talking about something serious, but we're not going to, you know, 
make the environment around us super hostile and yeah that just makes no one no one wins in that situation exactly no one's gonna feel comfortable and yeah so keeping a sense of humor like not gonna lie like little crack jokes or something like that and it just i don't know for us that's like our safe space like yeah that creates a safe space for us that makes them i do the same exact thing and i totally agree and i think it it makes you guys on the same team mm-hmm. more than exactly. against each other because it's like if you're laughing at the fact that you both are being dramatic over something <laughs> it's so funny. like it's so funny first of all and also it helps you realize that it's not the other person who's the enemy it's yeah. the situation exactly and yeah i so agree and that way like it gives you a it, when you get into that habit you basically just like love them even more. Yeah. Because you love the fact that, okay, so this need isn't being met mm-hmm. or what you said, like kind of hurt my feelings or whatever. But when you talk about it, they can keep a sense of humor, which you love, and they can also address it and just give you reassurance, like super yeah. easy like that. Like Yeah, totally. Great. It is great. And I think that... Another thing I want to say that has helped is just having the conversations ahead of time sometimes is really beneficial. So what I mean by that is like, if you know a big change is coming up, just talk about it before, talk about your feelings around it. And I know this is very circumstantial and different people communicate in different ways, obviously, but I will say like talking about deeper things and just having a very vulnerable conversation and keeping that vulnerability can help the relationship in so many ways. And I do think vulnerability in relationships is one of the number one things. I want to ask you a question. So what does vulnerability mean to you in a relationship? So, good question. So to me, I feel like it's definitely being honest with each other and speaking from a place of non-judgment and speaking Mm -hmm. from your heart and just having the other person's heart in mind obviously when you talk but just keeping it raw keeping it real you can say what you think the other person might need to hear you know or say what you have been trying to say about yourself and just like creating that space between you two where it's a safe space a b the other person feels drawn to sharing their side of things and c it brings you guys closer together because you're being real and you're showing your true self Okay, I have something to say to the girls who want to leave a relationship. It it could be toxic, you know, and they just can't or they feel like they can't. Mm -hmm. They might be attached, right? Yeah. So the number one thing that you can form in a toxic relationship is codependency and attachment. So this is basically when you're attached to your partner. So for the girls who want to leave but cannot... Please just remember that before them, you were somebody mm-hmm. and you were totally fine before them. So what makes you think that you won't be after, you know, yeah. why live and suffer when you can be like happy by yourself and yeah. then find someone who is in love with you and who you can truly mm-hmm. experience love with. Yeah. Sorry about that notification. But yeah, no, I totally agree. I feel like it's so important for i mean girls or guys when you're dealing with codependency like you know you have to notice that you have to pick up on the things that mean that look into a little bit talk to a therapist about it google it i don't know just like figure out what codependency is and figure out if you have that especially in long-term relationships i think that that can be really easy to slip into yeah 
I agree. Like, definitely in long-term relationships, that is something you might come across, especially if, you know, you live close to each other or maybe live together. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my friends, they live with their significant others. And that's when you kind of just have to remember that you are individuals first. You yeah. Know? You're individuals first, and it's important to take care of that so that way you can bring, you know, your all to the relationship as a whole. Exactly. I think Jay Shetty just posted something recently about how when you're only watching TV with your partner and that's what you guys do to bond, you're not actually getting to know that person. You're not exploring things with them. And what it comes down to to keep a relationship strong is you have to experience new things together and get to know the other person constantly and just keep trying for that. And I think, again, tying in your question when you asked me what vulnerability is, I feel like keeping it vulnerable in that way, mm-hmm. continuously getting to know this person and also continuously showing this other person newer sides of yourself that you yeah. maybe haven't revealed mm-hmm. yet is super important. I agree. And, and just to kind of go back to long-term relationships, complacency, unhealthy comfortability will not help you grow, will not help the other person, and will not help yourself. You have to maintain not only yourself right so i'm talking about take care of yourself i'm talking about you know your health your appearance whether or not people want to hear that mm-hmm. it's true you don't want to that relationship weight yeah you know yeah. like it's real and it that's is. perfectly you know okay but realizing that and then doing something about it okay so the last thing that we're going to talk about together is social media and its effect on relationships i feel like instagram in specific makes it very frustrating for people in relationships with men or women that they don't trust Mm -hmm. in specific yeah because you know you have the likes you have the follows you have the sneaky stuff if that's happening and now you can like people's stories yeah story so liking there's that yeah. you have i think like close friends suggested yeah. follow like there's so many things so that people much. can take advantage of on instagram yep. to fuck up their relationship essentially yep. so going into the hottest topic of them all when it comes to instagram what is the deal with guys who have girlfriends liking other random girls' mm-hmm. pictures? What is that? So, I don't know. You know, we're not guys. <laughs> we cannot, like... And, okay, so I did see this TikTok where it's like, oh, what are the excuses that guys come up with mm-hmm. when you confront them about it? And one was like, oh, I don't even know her. Oh, I like everything on my feet. Or, oh, mm-hmm. I don't even pay attention to what I like. Yeah. And I think that's so funny that, like, you know, these guys are saying these, like, excuses and knowing damn well your yeah. girlfriend knows. If their girlfriend has expressed disinterest in that and they're, it's a boundary and if they don't like it, a boundary is a boundary. Like, don't cross it. It's disrespectful. Point blank. It's just, like, would you want that... It's so hard because the tables can cannot really be reversed here. Like there's no there's very few yeah, men equivalent. I think who will post you know like shirtless pics, they're looking all yeah. greased up. Like whatever it is, I feel like there's not really an equivalent because 
honestly, women don't really look at that stuff the same way that men do. They, we don't. Like, just from a, ca- yeah. like, a brain chemistry yeah. point. Like, yeah. you're not scrolling and seeing a shirtless man and being like, oh my god, like, yeah, I'm gonna exactly. do something with this later. Like, exactly. But it's so weird because I think men see it, or can see it in that type of way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the bigger disconnects with this. Yeah. With relationships, too. It's like, you can never compare it to something for the man to understand yeah. because there's not yeah, really a close comparison. Understand. Yeah. So honestly, at that point, advice to the boyfriends and just anyone in a relationship with someone who doesn't appreciate it, maybe just listen. Maybe just like yeah. listen to the other person Yeah. and take it as just a another boundary. Exactly. It, it definitely is a boundary. And just like any boundary, like you said, um, should be respected in a relationship. If mm-hmm. they have a hard time following you know following up with this and red flag (laughs) red flag (laughs) and doing you right with this boundary being placed then there is something deeper deeper you know yeah then that person might just be it might not just be you know looking at a picture and liking it at that point maybe they I don't know, get some type of gratification from a girl getting the notification that they like the video, like they like the video, the picture, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever it is, because why are you fighting so hard to keep doing this when you know it makes a person you supposedly are interested in or love, you know, not happy. So girls, guys, just don't do it. It's just not respectful. Don't do it if you know your partner doesn't like it. Yeah. Or just bring the topic up and get that cleared up before you, again, yeah, before you exactly. go fucking your relationship. Mm-hmm. Again. Yeah. Because this is so common of a circumstance, I feel like, with girls and women, especially in this day and age, yeah. in our society, hate to say that, but yeah. in our society. And it's a toughie. It's a tough one. And, like, no one really knows how to navigate this because... This Instagram hasn't existed before. Like this is all new. Yeah, it is, and it's it's also kind of, in a sense, a responsibility on the guy to recognize a pick me when they see one. Guys don't know what pick me girls are. They don't. Mm-mm. Like you, at everyone listening who has a boyfriend or just a guy closer in, the, in their life, ask them what a pick me girl is, and they don't know it. It's like the same thing with ick. Uh, like, like I feel like a lot of men don't really understand what an ick or a pick me is yeah. like, to the core. And like they get the concept. Mm-hmm. And of course, I know I have things like that that I don't understand with guy stuff. 100%. Yeah. I'm fully admitting that. So switching topics again, we were thinking of more kind of like sort of controversial but also needs yeah. to be said topic to talk about. And it is the patterns of your relationships. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Um, no. Can you please explain? Yeah, so we'll explain things you're asking. So, a pattern is like, if you constantly find yourself in the same exact situation Mm -hmm. with very similar people, Mm -hmm. think about all the people you've dated or had things with that haven't worked out. What's in common with those people? Not you, but like those people. Are they all... What boxes do you think they're checking? Yeah. What boxes do they check? Do they all have a certain type of familial issue? Do they all have a type of... Financial status. Financial status. A weird hobby. Say you're into guys who fix cars. That one's so niche, but we talked about (laughs) car issues earlier. Tendencies. You know, occupancy. Yeah. Does birth tendencies. Maybe you only date military men. Whatever. 
Your go-to thing that you always resort to might be the problem of the century for you, honestly. Yeah, it could. It's your downfall, basically. So my point in this long written story is try dating outside of that pattern. Try going for someone who you usually wouldn't go for, but has some positive qualities that you obviously look for. Mm -hmm. And see how different that feels. See how much potential that new situation might have, and it might land you somewhere good. I agree, and if you're going for the same type of person and things are not working out, let's say your priorities are you know, all out of whack and you don't have the right things or the right values in place first when you're looking for someone, do not be surprised when things don't work out. You know, If you're mm-hmm. choosing the same type of person, you know, girls or guys, you cannot like, you know, pity yourself because what you need to really do is do something about that and choose. And like Caitlin said, choose someone outside of who you usually go for, because clearly um, the ones that you are going for do not possess. <laughs> it's a not carriage. working. <laughs> Literally, like you're killing yourself over here and then you're going to cry about it. Like, yeah. come on, guys, you deserve better for it and you can do better for yourself. Mm-hmm. Harsh but true advice. Yes. From us. From us. So I think we're all relationshiped out. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, we're like over here tired. We're tired. So Guys, we're gonna... it's 9.23 on yeah. a Sunday right now. We both have work tomorrow. <laughs> so hopefully this left you with some good advice or hopefully you are more aware of some red flags maybe you were ignoring. <laughs> but if nothing else, I hope this was some good entertainment. I'm so happy that Anna was able to come on the podcast and talk to you all listening. And yeah, thanks so much for coming, Anna. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for having me. This of course. Is, is so fun. And for all of you guys listening, um, whether you're single, in a talking stage, relationship, whatever, just know and just remember that you are worth everything you're willing to give and never forget that. I love that. Yeah, I totally second that. She said it good. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed it, please give this podcast a rating and like it, like like it, link it, like it, link it. And I will see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.